0: Search. Each man different. Living his own way. Searching.
1: Discovering. Numero uno. Three, two, one. Welcome, BBCers, to episode number 50 of the Broken By Concept podcast. This is going to be a special one, okay? This is what it's like. Um, I wake up Saturday morning. Um, so the way Nathan's mailbag works, right? Is like, I have this whole, like, you know, like Santa Claus bag. Um, you carry it around everywhere. I carry I always carry yeah. around and it's letters. So I get yeah. like, let, you know, it's like the emails are like letters. Right? we have our personalized mailbox.
2: downstairs, <laughs>
1: right. And usually it's just filled with letters. Like it's to the brink with letters, right? Yeah. Cause everyone just writes in to us cause everyone just yeah. loves the show. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Um and and then I found this like really thick mm, thing like a that big I was it, big big envelope. I was like, What's in here? Yeah. You know, like those old VHS recordings. Yeah, you, know how you have to like put them. I don't know if people would would know, dude. Are we like boomers? We're boomers, dude. So you, you have like
2: the VHS, like the actual. Yeah, they're like tapes. those
1: those tapes, right? Yeah, they're the best, dude. They were awesome. You know I how had you like Toy like Story. I had Toy Story. Dragon Ball Z I had like uh, the Grinch stuff. Yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. yeah, three 3000,
2: thousand, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh two thousand, or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. No, not Yu-Gi-Oh. Pokemon two thousand. Yeah, the, I remember that, that one. Movie. That was yeah. sick. the movie. The movie. It was that on was a VHS, right? Cool. Yeah, we so didn't even
1: have CDs back then. No, it was no CDs. In like up until like two thousand, maybe. 2000, well,
2: I don't know if there were CDs. There were CDs for like music, but not for like yeah. movies. Was it? Yeah. It was more just like you have a VHS recording tape thing, and you used to be able to record TV shows. Yeah, onto the VHS. On the VHS. Thing. Yeah. yeah. It's old school. Anyway, man.
1: so I get this thing, and it's a VHS recording. Yep. And I I I dust off my VHS recorder. <laughs> I plonk it in. And this um, this video pops up. Yeah. And what this video is, it is from one of our listeners, and his name's Patrick. Yeah. Okay, he's thirty five years old. I believe he's a taxi. He's a
2: real boomer. He's, this yeah, guy's a real this guy, boomer. This,
1: Patrick, that's why he that's why he sent me the VHS, right? Yeah. So it's a VHS. Yep. <laughs> recording, okay. It's all he has around his house. And I started watching it, and I was like, I was literally in tears. Yeah. Okay. I was like, this is incredible. We, we've got to share this with our audience, okay? Yeah. So I did the courtesy of I emailed Patrick. I said, "Would you be okay with us sharing this?" Because um, obviously he he um, shows his face and stuff, and he talks about yeah. his story. So it's a whole twenty seven minute video, and we thought I just thought episode fifty.
2: It doesn't get better than this. We have to share this. I can't believe we made it this far. Fifty. It's pretty crazy. It feels yeah. like, it feels like we've been doing this for a long time, but it hasn't been that long, has it?
1: Shit, sure, dude. We're it's five like months what, in. We're almost we, six, months six months. Five six months. Here. No, dude. It's been seven months, eight seven months. Seven months, and we did the podcast. We yeah. did it. We, we started did it in October last year. Last year, yeah. So we've evolved a lot as coaches mm. over the time. We've learnt a lot as from our findings that we've shared with you guys, the BBC listeners, right? And I thought this was such a perfect one. This showing, sharing this is just beautiful time. And again, the, the VHS recording my mailbag came at that perfect time on Saturday or whatever. And I'm like, um, yeah, like this, 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 this sums up everything we've been talking and this is like sort of the results of of doing what we've been talking about you know obviously sometimes we we hate theory Curtis right we're about practice we're about results right that's what our coaching is all about right we, we want to get into the details figure out what works what doesn't we always experiment, experiment test and learn you know we did the intensity spreadsheet and stuff like that yep we've done lots across the 50 yep. episodes so this here from Patrick it's going to be we have watched this it isn't like a full like react video mm. Um but we I thought there were so many good points in here, and I think it's so relatable to so many of you and just the just the league community in general, it's like what does a journey look like? Patrick did by no means he didn't get to you know like challenge or anything he's this is just a simple silver for to gold journey, but there's so much introspection here he's articulated his journey so well I don't think I could have done it better myself I don't
2: think you would find a clearer articulated league experience if you tried
1: yeah just because of just the nature of the younger audience right like That's they right. can't really put their thoughts into the way patrick's done it here
2: and you wouldn't expect that level of introspection from anyone that is you know, i mean 18. i would
1: never have i wouldn't i could i could i, could, I don't yeah, think no i could way. do it this way even mean right now no
2: way um but i want to preface by saying you know we we've, we've seen this but we watch it separately yeah. so i don't know nathan's thoughts on this fully yep. like i have a vague idea so this is going to be a lot of the time we're just going to be riffing off parts of this right just going back and forth yeah we'll right
1: here and then okay all right so we are ready to start guys.
2: are you ready all, all right, right. this is intense dude here we go here we go this is a very rare episode of Brooklyn. this is this is intense i never
1: thought we would be doing this okay no all right, so let's start it, Curtis, and you can just pause, whatever, okay? okay? You might have the first thing to say in the first few seconds. Okay. okay. Oh, hello, Curtis,
2: and Nathan. All right, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> I, should, I have similar glasses to him. I should have wore the same glasses.
1: Okay, okay. So we're going to play here.
0: Um, here we go. Curtis and Nathan, hello, guys. Um, my name is Patrick. It's nice to meet you. I wrote you guys a few months ago. I was the 35-year-old who was looking for advice on how to best optimize the uh, limited time playing league that I had. Um... I said i would update you when i got to gold and i have now gotten to gold i climbed from silver four to gold four um i think i'm sitting at about 50 lp right now um in these last four and a half months maybe so this is the update i was going to write you but i had way too much to say and so i'm putting it in a short video um hopefully it will be short uh i don't I would be embarrassed if this turns out to be like fifteen minutes you guys get a message in your inbox while some guy talking for fifteen minutes. But hopefully it'll be short. Um, I want to talk. It's so much like
1: our YouTube videos as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, they never end up short. No you matter. always think, oh, like I reckon of this, and then
1: like that's how the two-hour guides came along. Remember our two-hour? Like, yeah. we never thought our guides would no. be that long. We never had the intention no. of it, right?
2: But then you realize how much depth there is. Yeah. and how many things there are to cover. You know what's super interesting? I think what he just said there is the theme of this podcast. A lot of the time, we come into the show and we have like a, a rough idea what we're going to talk about, mm. and then sometimes we'll just get through. We might have like five topics, and we'll just like. Touch on like two, because right. we just riff off things, and that's yeah. just the way. That's what I love about League. You can just, just it just kind of tangent points everywhere. I remember
1: there was someone that was like, I uh, first came across one of the streamers. Remember, he came across our podcast, and he said he saw all our episodes. Yeah, and they're like two hours long, and he literally said, "How the fuck could you talk about League for, for two? two hours. so long each episode. Yeah, I thought every that was week. Interesting. Yeah, every week. You
2: know what's also interesting is that his this journey was over wait, four and a half months.
1: So yeah, this specific journey. When he so he wrote us in. He, Patrick wrote uh, into us, um, um, into us a couple of uh, many episodes ago. I don't yeah, know a few months was, ago. But, yeah, a few months ago. Asked him how to manage his time, but he was he started playing league last year. He started in iron. Yeah,
2: he's only ever played league for a year. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane.
1: A year to gold. A year to gold's is impressive. Yes, it is.
2: What's also interesting, Nathan, is that if you you know we don't know specifically yet. He might he might outline it how the ranked journey went in terms of, okay, silver four to silver three took X amount of time. Silver three, maybe he, most of the work was at the start. Then he just took him to go from like silver two to silver one. Maybe that took him three months. I don't know. But if you average that out, that is a month, a, a division. So a month to go from silver four to silver three, a month to go from silver three to silver two, rashing it out, or like, you know, evening it out. Now, what's super interesting is that, I would say that's very that's a very accurate um, that's a very good read on how long it actually does take to improve people think that you know a week or two weeks I'm going to be going from this rank th- no it's like a long ass process mm. of putting in a metric ton of work
1: you know what it is uh, I love that when they when people say they like because you know when people start the process and they say oh I'm going to start focusing now right they like try it for like a couple of days think, and they focus and they don't get
2: results That that shoots them down like that really hurts right and if you come in expecting like this, if you come and think, okay, I've got four months. Who knows what can happen? Mm. If it takes me two months to go from silver four to silver three, so be it. Yeah,
1: that was my mindset when I got challenged. I, I had no expectation to get challenged as soon as I did. Right? Mm-hmm. I had no timeline. I said, I'm just going to do the process, do it as as best I can every day. And the results just happen to but, have, you know, appear.
2: But, but I love this as well is because this is not some gimmick you know goal to plat in three weeks type thing this is that's Mm. a long it's a long time four months is no joke Mm. that's a long chunk of time to commit to something to commit to something for a you know for a goal is it's a long period of time especially nowadays when everything is so you know get now five tips to challenge and now go 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 even that alone the fact that regardless of the result he'd gotten that he put in four months of work is already something that i respect a lot if you can stick to a process and actually try something for four months, that is again prop, you know, hats off to you already. I'm gonna continue on.
0: Talk about first why I'm doing this, like why somebody my age and my family situation would spend all of their free time playing League of Legends. Um, I also wanna talk about how how I did it. So how I climbed from silver four to gold four, like the things that worked for me. Um, I want to talk about what I learned about myself. Um, as we know, League teaches you about yourself. So, uh, you know, there's a few, a few things that I want to share with you guys about what I learned about myself. Um, and then finally, I have some feedback for the podcast. Uh, I'll say, I'll save that for last. If you guys are still, still with me by then, uh, you, you will get, we'll be you with will you Patrick. Don't quick, worry. Like something I've been meaning to tell you guys for a while. So, um, why, why am I, uh, you know, I think, I think in the note that I wrote you, I said I was going to spend like 10 hours a week playing league, I can definitely say that I played more than that. Um, I was able to, you know, work my, change my work schedule to get in more playing time, you know, cut some deals with my wife um, and cut out everything else that wasn't, you know, that was outside of league or work or spending time with my family. Um, so I, so I did probably play a little more than that. And, and the, the question is why? First reason, um, I think um, I, I recently listened to Curtis telling the story about his fixed mindset um, and I resonated that with that a lot. I think I also suffer from a fixed mindset and league is a good, was a good opportunity for me to be bad at something and then get better at it. I think like... Like Curtis described, I think most of the things in my life, I've either been naturally good at them and so pursued them, or been bad at them and let them go. And I think when I first started playing league, I was bad at it. And it was one of those classic things that, you know, maybe after a few months um, and some fun, I would have just let go of. Um, Instead, trying to use the opportunity to Work on myself and work on my growth mindset, um, and and that's really that's really one of one of the big things that you guys inspired me to do with some of the early podcast uh, episodes. And it really wasn't until I heard those episodes that I decided that this was going to be a journey that I wanted to embark on. Um, second reason I'm doing this, it's dude. Even
2: just hearing that just makes me emotional, dude. What part? The simple act of being bad at something not good Mm. and embarking on a journey to get better at something and believing that you can get better at something that message
1: it sounds it sounds um it sounds easier than it is isn't it it's actually really hard to do
2: it's incredibly hard
1: especially like accepting you've got a fixed mindset I'd say a lot of people walk around, they have no idea they've got a fixed mindset.
2: I, will, I walked around for 25 years of my life, 24 years of my well, life I thinking- I like 22. Like 22, 22, yeah. 22, 23 years of my yeah. life where I didn't even know I had a fixed mindset. Mm. And f- first of all, coming to terms with that and what consequences that had on my life in terms of the decisions I've made, giving up on things that I genuinely enjoyed- how it actually was self, I was doing self-sabotaging behavior for who knows how long, how many opportunities that I missed. I could have continued that path for another 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years without even realizing it.
1: How many journeys did you not embark on? Who knows? Because you're like, ah, oh, I'm just fucking so of that.
2: Or even for, and I'm like, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but even for us getting into gym.
1: Yep. I I had a fixed mindset towards gym. I'm not
2: the gym guy. I'm
1: the skinny nerd. Me
2: too. I was never the gym guy. (laughs) I was the guy that was never into gym. That's not my thing. I'm not athletic. I'm not like, Mm. that's just not me. That's been a huge positive in my life. It's literally changed the way I view myself, my confidence levels, everything. And the fact that Patrick here is what, 35 having this experience this experience may affect the way he goes about some things for the rest of his life, whether it's cooking or learning a different learning how to code or learning a different language, or I'm just not the person that can do that. And, and, and rewiring your brain like, you know what? There is a process out there that will work for me that I can learn this skill might take me a little bit longer than someone else, but that's okay. That is just some powerful shit, and the fact that Patrick here, as a thirty-five-year-old CEO of like some mm. company,
1: manages—I think manages—hundred twenty people. He talks
2: manages about, yeah. like a hundred software engineers. Yeah. The fact that a guy that is, you know, this elite, can have this sort of breakthrough is just—that's just powerful. What man. could an
1: eighteen-year-old? What?
2: Yeah. What? What breakthrough could an eighteen-year-old kid through have? League of Legends? Just through League of Legends, a simple game. Four months, a little average podcast to. Aussie sitting to on To young whippersnappers and just have this sort of impact that just yeah. makes me emo- and this is again ties back to why we do the podcast. That's exactly
1: why we do it. If this like this is why from this from Patrick um,
2: that alone. I don't really give a shit anything else. Just embarking says, on that journey. That yeah. He 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 set yeah set on this set a foot on this massive journey. He's had a crack. He's tr- he's made sacrifices, like he said. He's, he's sacrificed all his free time. He's changed his schedule around, and he's really tried to work on himself through the game. And people don't even realize that you can do this through League. That's why we believe it's the greatest game out there. That that I'm just already just like that just hit
0: me. I we're a personal only three minutes
1: in, we're, still, we're spoiling it all, guys. We gotta we keep listening to what Patrick's right. gonna say Sorry, here, Patrick.
0: Right? It's it's just more fun. Um, the more seriously you take your hobbies, really, the more seriously you take anything in life, the more fun it is. Um, you know that's a that's a lesson I've learned uh, throughout my career. You know, in being a father, in being a husband, just the more you give a shit, the, the better that thing is. And um, I can definitely say that it's been it's been a fun first half of the year, uh, first half of the season, um, and. Yeah. I mean, I've cared a lot about it. And and so, and so therefore it's been, it's been pretty awesome. Um, And then finally, not really reason, but, you know, I did make an agreement with myself that if I was going to spend all this time playing league, I was going to, you know, cut out on some of the other stuff in my life. Like, you know, I wasn't going to watch TV. um, I wasn't going to be on my phone anymore. Um, You know, it's just like making sure that I was, um, trying to have as healthy a relationship with the game as possible. And, and, and that it wasn't, you know, I wasn't sacrificing time with my family for, for example, that, that is really important or, you know, time at work or whatever, whatever it may be, the things that, that are important in my life. I, I wasn't sacrificing that. So, you know, I was making sure that I was substituting like all the useless shit I used to do, like watch TV and, and, and all, you know, fuck around on my phone for a league um and i I, you know i would say that i was fairly successful in in doing that so that's great Uh
1: yeah i mean you know how people like like i think people are terrible at time management and if you actually think about again you know and this is the thing this is the stigma that we're trying to get rid of for gaming right and it's like oh you know you're wasting time playing games how's it playing how's it different watching tv from playing video games right and he literally i don't know how Patrick says it says useless shit okay because at the end of the day, like, I mean, I guess you could say you can, you're can. you watching educational stuff, but you're doing something. You're, you're you're putting yourself... You're getting a goal, you're attacking it, right? When you sort of watch TV, this is the thing with the, the nowadays we're in, like Netflix and passive. You could think... You, you feel like you're learning. Yeah. But you're not actually doing shit.
2: <laughs> you know? I literally had this thought not long ago where... I think I, was, I said to you, I said, I'm watching all this YouTube. I, I think I'm addicted yeah. to YouTube, <laughs> yeah. but I'm actually getting no value out of no. it. No. Like, I watch just, like, funny or interesting video that yeah. i think that's educational and yeah. it might be mm. if i put it to practice mm. but what's happening is that all i'm doing is like i'm learning a little bit about that a little bit about this a little bit about, that, and i'm going nowhere because mm. i'm not executing on any of it anyway it's not like you know gordon ramsay's top 50 cooking, and top 50 <laughs> cooking dips. i'm doing any of that or like this guy weightlifting or this guy on how to do this yeah it's not on doing it no. it doesn't matter mm. So, like, that's the difference. You're actually executing upon something. You're mm. doing, doing rather than talking or listening, which I find interesting as well. But a spot, spot on. And I think that people would be surprised if they really care about something.
1: You'll make time. You right? can make time. Yeah.
2: If you really want to.
1: I make time for gym. I will make time for gym no matter what. Yep. Right? No
2: matter what. It's just, it's just a.
1: I can make time to play ranks. Yep. Remember, this is coming from someone. He has a full time job,
2: he could make any excuse in the world not to do it.
1: Family responsibilities, and he's playing ranked, he's playing more than 10 hours a week. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's pretty incredible.
0: Um, all right, so how did how did I get how did I do this? Um, you know, I, I'm sure I'm sure you guys scoff like it's not, uh, you know, you probably just stopped playing like a monkey. Um, but to, to be honest, for me, it was quite difficult. I mean, I, I started out. Um, I started out in iron after my placings, uh, about a, about a year, I think almost exactly a year ago, I started playing league. Um, and when I wrote you guys, I was in, I was in silver four and it was, uh, and it was a bit of a struggle, uh, to, to get to, to gold for, but I guess the way, the way in which I did it was first big thing was I got coaching. Um, so I met Joe Senpai on, um, Nathan's server when it still existed um, who, basically, I've had an ongoing relationship with for the last um, for the last several months, and he's been coaching me on coaching me on Olaf. Um, I I mean that relationship has been awesome. Uh, coaching is amazing, uh, and I think that really the things that I got out of coaching was the first thing was that it personalizes advice for you. This is something that I feel strongly about. Watching YouTube videos on how to play league when you're in silver four, just like not that helpful. Not only not helpful, but actively not helpful. Um, I feel like a lot of like, oftentimes I'd watch a video and the person would like destroy, right? It's like how to carry yourself out of silver. Like, okay, cool. And you know, some guy like goes 15 and one as jungle. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. So I just basically need to like tower dive and be in their jungle the entire game. And like, no, <laughs> no, um, like literally watching some of those videos was making me worse. So when I got coaching, it was really like- was, Yeah, yeah dude, this, right?
2: that is so true. I mean, I could talk about this just for this years. The amount of- Dangerous. I'm going to use that word. Dangerous content on YouTube is unbelievable.
1: That's the thing. That's what the thing. Keith and Patrick said here. It doesn't actually not how it actually makes him worse. Make you worse because you have this way. It's like oh, his in thing. Oh, all you do is like dive and do these fancy things and like invade in, and then you do those in your game, and you're so confused. Why does it not work? Because there's so many factors missing.
2: So there's no breakdown many of the play. There's nothing. Okay, I want to. I'm going to use a real. Example from myself. Love it. Love on the weekend. Yeah, I um, I wanted a break. I was a little bit burned from league. Want to get away from the game for the weekend, Mm. and I booted up Path of Exile. Right, basically never played the game. I, I don't know what it's about. I don't know how it works. Nothing. So I get into the game, and I am so overwhelmed. The, like this, the passive skill tree is like this, like <laughs> it's like an encyclopedia. Yeah. Like the game is so overwhelming. Mm. And I remember trying to look at a guide. I literally went on oh, for, the, Path of
1: Exile. for Path of Exile. Yeah. I went
2: on Path of Exile beginner's guide because mm. I was just so mm. like, what do I do here? Mm. Where do I put my points and why do I do that? How does it work? And I couldn't find a guide that actually just broke down the basics of the game. 'Cause again, I don't want to develop poor habits. I've noticed I've realized this. If I dive into a game a lot of the time and I just go in I could just ruin my character at like level one, you know, you can do that in, in some of these games. Yeah, you do the wrong
1: stat, tree yeah, you and the wrong like stat trees. Yeah, you do the wrong stat trees and
2: you just have to make a new character. I didn't yeah. want to do that. I wanted to yeah. understand how the game actually worked and how the stats work and stuff like that. And eventually I found one that really went in it was like, it was very good. He was like he actually went into like the real, real basics. But I had to sift through I, went through, I think I probably went through at least 20
1: differing yeah.
2: beginner... Yeah. What it literally says in the title, beginner, beginner guides. Yeah. That like, it's a beginner guide for this. And it's like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I literally could not tell you what any of these words mean. Why you're doing that. Why, it, nothing. And it really humbled me. Because for the first time in a while, I'm like, wow. This is what it would be like... For a new League, player. For a new league of Legends player. Yeah. I hear Patrick pick, picking up league, only playing for a year. Okay, not only... Okay, once you get a grasp of, yes, or what all the champions do, all that sort Even if you've been playing the game for multiple years, you still look at a challenger player smurfing in bronze. You have no idea why the things they are... Ha- why is it working? You have no idea. Nor that sh- should you be able And does to. it
1: doesn't even relate to your game, your journey, no. how, how you talk about the game. I mean, Patrick, even is saying how difficult it was for him to to navigate through all this and even to get from, you know, silver to gold, right? So they make it look easy, but it's not. And yeah, it's I, even, I hate that even, narrative.
2: But it's even worse in a game like League. Yeah. Because in, in, in a game like Path of Exiles, it's just like there's some strong character. It's obvious why they're strong. Yeah, because they have their armor and kit right. But it's in League, true. it's like confused. You're playing the same game. Yeah, the You're same the same, game, same character same the starting at the same jungle camp. Yeah. But then they get like this triple kill and they start killing everyone like... But I can't even I'm just dying on the scuttle crab. Mm. <laughs> like I won't well, clear my campsuit and I can't get a gank off. he's mm. like why what what fundamentals are at play to actually do I need to understand in order to make good quality decisions Even the simple philosophy of the game, league is a decision making base game and in order to make better quality decisions we need to factor in more information. How do we factor in more information? It might go back to camera panning. It might go back to just theory about how those jungles clear, um, how the lane is playing out. Just just basic stuff or the way you're moving your character throughout the camps. Just like basic stuff that you wouldn't even think about. And like it's really understanding the theory behind that and why that works. But it's very difficult to find that sort of thing because that's not what gets clicks. No, no one's going to make a video on right, how to do that because... Why wouldn't? Why would Pantar Dragon mm. make a video about that when he can just smurf on Talon Jungle and go? Mm. This I found this new OP build. I'm 20 and one in mm. a mm. 1v9. Mm. No one wants to put in the work like that. Everyone wants to quick fix, quick, quick, quick. quick. I want to. I want to go here to here. I want to go gold to platinum this with gimmick little build to get really fed to get really strong. And actually, the biggest advice we both give is that in order to climb reliably, you don't even. You should actually remove the word carry out of your vocabulary. Gone. <laughs> you don't even want to go for kills, honestly. No, no. It's, the you kills do, will you do come less, to you. That's right. You do less to get more, more. output. Yeah. And the fact that even saying that... Some that people, yeah,
1: it blows people's brains like, because cause you look at what they're doing. They're doing so much, right? It looks like they're doing so much, but they're, they're actually... They're actually not. They're actually not as well, but they only do so like much it. because they have so many options because they're so far ahead. When you're ahead in league, you can do a lot. That's right when you're even you do a little bit less when you're behind you have basically no other options so
2: i just found that yeah i found this really interesting and i think that patrick imagine imagine a younger patrick yeah. imagine a 16 17 year old patrick mm. who is starting out the game and doesn't have the patience or the foresight to realize this video is making me worse and they go down that rabbit hole they overemphasize terms like carrying Blaming teammates. Getting into the whole builds mindset. Getting into the whole builds and OP pick mindset. Yeah. Join, MMR, matchmaking, dodging, OPGG stats, mobilitics.
1: Yeah, once you're in the YouTube League legendary you algorithm, are done. I think you're fucked. You're
2: done. How yeah. do you, I don't know how you get out. Yeah. I don't know. And he, he managed to get out of it.
1: One thing, um, well, I mean, uh, he'll talk about, you know, he obviously he's, he's, he references coaching a lot here. Uh, when well, I mean, We can't avoid a curse. We say we don't coach players below silver. Patrick here believes that it was really helpful for him. I guess, do you want to touch on that now or later in the video? I think we should
2: just touch on it because we get asked that question a lot. Okay. Do you want to kick it off? or You kick it off. Okay. All right. I'm going to again speak from experience here. I recently made an. I'm this is dead serious. I made an exception recently for a coaching. Yeah. A big coaching. Yeah. This is the weirdest story, by the way. I'm, I'm not going to say his name. All right. This was just genuinely what happened. This guy reached out to me. He said, "Curtis, I am. I've been in bronze. Uh, I think he said bronze four, or was, it was his bron- mid bronze for a thousand games. And he played for se- He's played for multiple seasons. And." And he was really desperate. He's like, "Coach, look, I, I've tried everything. I have no idea what's going wrong. I love your content. And I really didn't want to do it, but he seemed like a really genuine guy and he, he felt like he really needed help. And I'm like, okay, this is not what I do. But out of interest, just as a thought experiment, I'm going to do this session and let's just figure out what might be going wrong here. If you played that many games, because that defies my logic. Mm. Theoretically, mm. I thought that if you had a 1,000 games in bronze over that many seasons, thousands of games you should just get to go for automatically Mm. but this wasn't the case with this Mm. guy first what i said okay i want you to compile three or four different vods i want to look and the way i coach when i do individual coaching is i'll look through three or four multiple vods to see the trends because i can't i can't a lot of the time see trends across one vod so i look through three or four you know what the trend was the first vod i looked into level three plays nico flash ignites goes for a solo kill level three and the trend at every—he was literally beating himself. He was yep. losing That's right. to himself. Yep. Flashing forward, yeah, remember, and then he remember he got this kill right. Then you what the next play? He did at level six as soon as he flashes off cooldown went bot. There's like some skirmish. Flash W Alt in, and they just dies. Oh
1: yeah, he dies. He just yeah. dies. Yeah. It's like end of review me.
2: And I'm like, okay, let's just let's just bring this back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. We're not leaning. There's no warding. Yeah. There's no timing your abilities with last hits. There is no... Like the absolute fundamentals were <clears> so throat> broken. Throat> and you know when I, when I, when I said... But I, when I... I remember I was going through this in my mind and I had to explain <throat> the loser's game versus winner's game mentality throat> and throat> how that worked, yeah. right? And I said, you need to really, really simplify this. The, I, can't, I, can, I can't even count the amount of times I've actually used Flash offensively <laughs> Yeah. Like, you just don't do that. No. Like, very, very, very rarely. But he's doing it every game. Mm. Every single game. Mm. He's beating himself. And so, a lot of the time, it was like... The session was more of like an, a, a game knowledge or game theory session. It it's was like,
1: like more... You had to re, readjust his view of the game. How you win. It's not like getting solo kills.
2: It's yeah. It's about experience, the
1: experience and goal so, game. So, and...
2: what, I, what I actually... The analogy that I would use to describe this experience was that we weren't playing the same game.
1: No. Yeah. So
2: he was playing, an analogy might be, someone plays soccer, right? And this guy's thinking that you play soccer with your hands or he, he's literally misinterpreting the rules of the game at a most fundamental level. Or he, he thinks that you don't have to score points. You have to like just tackle everyone or whatever it is. Like he's not actually, re- he's not thinking about how to kill the Nexus at all. Mm. And so, every single time he was making a play, it was just like, it was so mindless. It was like, see person, kill, kill person. person. There wasn't
1: anything about the consequences, the tempo now, loss, the experience and goals. You don't even have in. to
2: think about all that. Just, just Let's just bring it back to just common sense for a second. Yeah. You just flashed in, used your main ability, used everything, and you're trading one for one here. And you're going in without any knowledge of where the enemy is. It's not like this stuff is real rocket science now I'm not shitting on this guy but what, this is why I don't coach a lot of the time I don't coach bronze and silvers is because it's not I'm not there to coach the game I'm there to coach it's like a it's like a therapy session mm. and I'm going to make a video on this on YouTube re- mm. um, soon mm. their view of the game is so distorted. Mm. It's that they so don't need. Hard. They don't need my help With understanding the fundamentals mm. They need my help To realize How League of Legends works At the most fundamental level mm. So what happened You know what happened Straight away he, I said okay I want you to stop playing Nico. I want you to play I don't like doing this A lot of the time But for him He was an extreme mm. guest I want you to play Annie And I never want you To flash a- aggressively Ever again mm. I just want you to focus On CSing perfectly For mm. the first six levels mm. I want you to reset I want you to come back Press R Ignite and kill <laughs> Okay. And just boom <laughs> he has got Started winning
1: Yeah really Okay right? yeah
2: and I'm like, just, just look at this. They are going to make mistakes yes. in front of your face. You don't need to do anything. No. And even looking at the VODs when I was watching the VODs with him, right? You know what's fascinating? Is that I could see, so he was getting kills. I'm like, this kill here, notice how you didn't do anything. They flashed under your tra- tower trying to kill you and you just got a double kill. You literally could take your, your hands away from the keyboard and probably walk backwards here and You'd probably get at least one or two kills here. And I was overemphasizing the kills where he didn't do anything and de-emphasizing and and trying to say how bad it was for you to go for this play. And once you really wrap your head around that in Bronze and Silver, where you don't need to do anything special, the game will, if you focus on your CS, get good quality resets, you take fights coherent with your champ's identity, you group, you're all good, man. Mm. And so I think what happened with this guy, he must have either... um, come from a maybe he watched a bunch of youtube content thinking that he had to smurf on people or or was playing i I I don't know i don't know how he got to that point he was in a dark place maybe i don't know he Mm. played thousands of games Mm. while he was i I don't know but i i left feeling very uncomfortable because i don't feel like i what i did there was coaching
0: Mm.
2: i felt very uncomfortable and um so what I want to do is I want to make a video that just explains the theory of how League of Legends works if you want to get out of bronze and silver. Mm. Because I truly believe that people, just through, if you understand how the champions work,
1: how experience and in how gold. experience
2: and gold works, mm. you can put two and two together and you'll understand how a League of Legends victory works. You just yeah. add a little bit of thoughtfulness. The formula would be, understand what champions do and how the game works, plus how experience and gold works, plus a little bit of champion mastery, a little bit of camera control, and a bit of common sense. Boom, go for It's
1: like a cocktail, yeah, a little cocktail, <laughs> right?
2: I think that, and again, I don't want to. This, I don't want to say this in a condescending way, and I, I know I sound, I can. This could easily be interpreted in a very condescending or or put down way. That's not my intention whatsoever. But I'm just saying, and another, I guess to put this or wrap this all nicely. A part of me feels as though I'm actually. I don't feel good taking money for that's it that's what it is for me I don't feel
1: because, good because um, Curtis I don't know how, Jungle's a little bit different because like uh, I'll get a silver or a bronze player and I and they clear they screw up their first clear I can't I, I send a video and that's it it's like send well, a video just, yeah. like I, I pay money just to send you a video about I don't want to, to take you that guy's s- money no I, I shouldn't be right so um, and it's funny because Patrick will actually get into about the clear right and maybe he needed to get someone to tell him that. But uh yeah, I, I just like especially for jungle like my expertise is more about win conditions and general how to close out a game. Um that I, I can't that's not what gold uh sorry, silver players that's no. not what they need to know. It's no. about camera control and, and mechanical play and stuff like that. Like I can't I can maybe tell you like tips it's like you got to should hold your abilities technically sometimes like hold your E and R and the way you use your E and R, yeah. R and Hecarim and stuff, but again I just don't feel I feel the same way I feel uncomfortable. It
2: feels as though they're gonna get it eventually, or they should mm. eventually get it anyway. And a part of me kind of feels, and this is another thing we I don't know if you are the same as me we Goldfur is kind of like a, it's like a testament to say that you genuinely care about the game that's right yeah it's like it's like a barrier to entry that's yeah. that's why I, that's, that's the why main thing is like if you can get to gold four, it says to me that you you're, you're thoughtful enough and you care you've enough. done some problem solving you've done some just basic problem solving mm. to like, okay this works this doesn't broom i know how to control my character i know what all the champions do i know how golden xp works get to gold four. then that's where we can really work on the that, fundamentals like, yeah. that's, what we that's can when into. i can help someone that's when i can help someone that's when you get a wave management and stuff like that yeah but yeah, so I, I get really, um, look, yeah, I don't feel good doing it. Mm. And so what's, you know, what's super interesting? He actually, so I, I, I extended it off. I said, look, man, um, do this. I'm going to work with you. Because again, I don't like just working with someone one off. I said, Let's join the Midland Academy. Mm. He left within three days.
1: Really? Why's that?
2: He blocked me, deleted me everything. Why's that? No idea. Can't contact him.
1: Fascinating. Why do you think that is?
2: And I don't know. I tried to contact him. He was he was engaging the community. He was asking Just questions quit. about champions and then boom. No, he's still playing. I looked at his account. Really? I don't oh, understand. And he's starting to win a bunch of games, but yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Oh. And he stopped playing Annie. Oh. So I don't I don't know if he can I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Guys, you got to help us out here. What does that mean? Yeah. So this guy, I, I don't know. I don't what know. That means, so I extended all this. May, and I felt pissed may, off. At yeah, my, I felt yeah, an angry. Yeah. Because I'm like, may, I made an exemption for you, dude. Yeah.
1: Maybe he he really... That's the thing. You got to be careful. Yeah? Maybe he really doesn't want to improve. Like, like maybe you told him to do a thing and like, he did it for a little bit, but he didn't want to stick out to a process or a journey, you know? And he just like... Curtis told me this, like I did it for a little bit, got some wins, but fuck, it's boring. It's fuck, boring. It's boring. Yeah.
2: So I'm going to talk about this as well. In my next YouTube video, the self tab- yeah. self, self-sabotaging self behavior. Yeah. That is the theme of bronze and silver. Yeah. Pure self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. So I might riff on a bit, a bit too much here, but I think it's worth it. There are certain clients and people that I've noticed that are 100% unable to climb mm. not because of their ability with the game mm. or their mind or anything. Mm. It's purely they are sh- that they- mentally they are in such the way they're-, they're No, let me rephrase this. Their relationship with SoloQ is so beyond toxic mm. that there is no coaching that I can do to help you. Mm just like a very bad relationship in, in person so you have yeah. a boyfriend and girlfriend you can't fix it and they have all this experience in the past that maybe they cheated on each other mm. um, they've had all these really awful experiences but they're still it's together still it's like a really toxic relationship yeah. yeah. and it doesn't matter how much therapy marriage, counseling and shit they have the, the relationship is fucked <laughs> yeah. just, just stop Yeah. Just, I'm, the, the, it's yeah. fucked okay it's interesting just stop it's crazy that you can get to a you point in that in game you can get to that point in League of oh, Legends I, I so. guarantee and you know the, the reason you can get to that point Okay, let's compare a boyfriend and girlfriend with and, and relationships with League of Legends. You know what they both have in common? What's that? Relationships are built of hundreds and thousands of little interactions. Yeah. So I remember I read this thing about how um, a, a, a relationship, whether it's a friendship or mm, a, a, mm, a, a um, mm. anything, is made up of a series of good and bad interactions. And when the ratio is skewed between, if you have more, it's like it's like seven to. It's like if you have seven bad interactions to like three good interactions,
1: yeah. Over
2: the long run, the ratio—if it stays like that—your marriage, your, your your relationship is never going to work. So mm. it's actually a—it's like a formula or, or ratio of good to bad interactions. Yeah. So what we're having now is a really healthy interaction. Yeah. Again, it's like the quality of them and the amount of them. So what happens because if you live with someone and you're with them all the time and you have a, these negative experiences and these interactions you're having a bulk amount of negative interactions and mm. this stacks up over time, over time to do damage, damage, damage. It's like reducing your armor over time. Boom, 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 boom. Then at that point, the damage is so far gone that there is nothing that you can do. Now, if it's the odd maybe, you know, something happens out of the blue that is really damaging to your relationship. But if you've had a a lot of positive relationships or a lot of positive experiences, sorry, over a long period of time, it's okay. You can kind of like deal with it and work through it together and, and overcome that. But if it's constant negative, it wouldn't it just doesn't work. Just like League, you know what the common trend is? You play bulk amount of games. You play thousands of games. You don't just play one League of Legends game. No. You play hundreds of normal games and thousands of ranked games over years. Mm. So a lot of the time, I'm working with players that have had a, t- a toxic or unhealthy relationship with solo cube. He has so many negative experiences. For years, yeah. So with Patrick, for example, there's only so much damage that can be dealt because yeah. he's only played the game for a year. That's why he's actually a really good coaching client. because yeah. he a, It's impossible for him to have had enough negative experiences mm. to to make him unfixable. Mm. But I'm working with people at the moment, and I'm not mm. going to name names. Well, I'm not. Look, I'm saying that they're unfixable right now. Yes but they have to do some insane self-reflection and therapy to be able to get out of that hole. And so my next video is talking about where these invisible narratives come from, how these toxic behaviors form and, and why they're actually stemming from a real life thing. So you think whether it's, it's insecurities, yeah. Yeah. whether it's um, fixed mindset. Like mm. Patrick. If, if Patrick continued on the path with his fixed mindset with League of Legends for the next four years, mm. He'll be ground to a pulp. Yeah. And he it's mm. it's it's very hard to come back from mm. that. Very hard. And look, so my point is here is that bronze and silver, if you are in bronze and silver for four or five years like this guy, and again, it kind of the, the what I saw from him, it kind of makes sense. And I don't think I can help you. No. I think the damage is mm. just being dealt. Yeah. Just just go to another game.
1: Yeah. I've never thought about that perspective either, but it makes so much sense. Because yeah, the, it's the years. It's just because they've been in it for so long, and if they're fresher, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I'm not saying that it's not helpful. For like again, Patrick, I'd would say would be the perfect client. He had a goal. He yeah, had time goal, invested. Yep. He was like, I'm really committing to this. Let's go. So
2: and he's fresh. He's like a min- he's like a little young <laughs> baby. <It's> like <laughs> yeah. you know when you're like a l- young, like a baby, like you can <laughs> yeah, teach them you like can a thousand mold and they languages learn and shit. They just learn so quick. Yeah. that's like Patrick. He's like a fetus. <laughs>
1: fascinating, fascinating. It's de- I'll I'll say you're spot on there. That's I'm,
2: why I believe as well, the next generation of pro players that get real proper coaching yeah, can be far, far superior. Better.
1: Yeah, than the ones now. Like if
2: I work, so for example, like um, I'm working with a guy at the moment that's like EU and he's like diamond one, but he's like a young 15 year old kid. Mm. If, he, if I work with this guy for three years, mm. the quality of like, not just gameplay, but just mental resilience and his processes are so far superior to the quality of the pro players back five years ago. Because this guy's had really good coaching and fundamentals for a long period of time. So the damage that's isn't right.
1: dealt. That's right. It's the opposite. He's, not th- he's just created good habits. Good it's habits. It's snowballed like, the other direction. Had a good relationship with the game. Um,
2: and that 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 gives dividends. That provides dividends over the long run. That's a, that's a cool thing. It's a cool concept. So look, I'm not saying everyone who's had like a bad relationship with the game for years should give up. And <laughs> uh, look, I might have over-exaggerated that. Yeah. But... It does mean that playing more games and getting straight game-oriented coaching will not help you. Mm. Yes, here again, you died to a gank at three minutes 30, two minutes 30. Here again, you failed your flash. Here again, you're not painting your camera bot lane to identify um, mistakes. Here, you're not using your lol state usage to identify the next wincon. They're unable to use the lull state for whatever it, they don't, and the, the behavior gets so toxic that even when they're in these positions, sometimes they will self sabotage to lose the game because it will break their narrative. That's right,
1: because if they try, then that gets, they, gets them out of their com- yeah, yeah, comfort zone. There's some
2: crazy shit I've seen, man.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Self, self, self sabotaging behavior, it's a human thing, isn't it's it? It's a human thing. To protect our ego, right? Protect
2: ego, insecurities, and, and, and reinforce these false narratives that they've been living by for years, years and yeah. years in the game. And it can just be a a seed that's been put in Mm. day one Mm. that no one's checked upon that. And I think League of Legends does an incredibly poor job because this shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be a thing that someone could have these toxic, completely just unjustified narratives. They shouldn't be able to exist. But because they don't give you enough... They don't give you enough um, theory about the way the game works... Like I just get some shit where it's like this guy's just like people just like roaming all around the map. They miss like three ways and then wonder why they lose. It's just mm, like mm. it's like fifteen CS is like a kill.
1: Mm. Yeah, people people forget about that. That's a that's a, that's a, a, so that's a, that's a very actually a lot of people know it, but they don't like know it. You
2: know. And I guess the core thing for that yeah. is understanding how brutal the game is. It's it's a snowballing game. That's right.
1: Yeah. Decision really one good.
2: affects decision decision six, which dis, which impacts decision fifteen. Mm. So why are we looking at decision fifteen when decision one just was completely incorrect? That that concept, it's not about the team fight at thirty five minutes. <laughs> the fact the fact that I still get people say uh, it's like a, you know my team fighting in mid game like or my mid game macro. You're in gold. Mm. And you're talking about mid. It
1: just mm. yeah, stop. No, yeah.
2: The fact that macro silver. This, this should be illegal already. They should remove this on YouTube. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't be able to have the same. This in the same sentence: macro bronze or macro silver or macro gold. It shouldn't be allowed. Gold macro, silver macro. No, no just, no, just that those that combinations. Doesn't, doesn't, no. ugh, remove them. <laughs> Take them out of the. It's system. like
1: it's like against the to <laughs> the terms of service. Yeah, which you get You're get, banned, <laughs> you banned
2: if you put those sentences <laughs> in a, the video. You get a like, channel warning. Yeah,
1: it's true. It's true. <sighs> I think some of the points we just covered that Patrick actually covers from him here. So right, okay. let's go back to Patrick. Right. Let's go back to Patrick. Yeah.
0: You know, we were able to look at the things that I was good at, the things that I like needed a lot of help on. And you know, it was, it was personalized advice as opposed to like me trying to watch videos on YouTube or read, read educational content or read any type of lead content and decipher that information, information for myself when I, didn't really have the game knowledge to be able to decipher it. And so it was, it was incredibly difficult. Um, Coaching on the other hand, like our first coaching lessons, you know, were like, Joe was basically like, dude, you, I mean, you don't know how to clear your jungle. Like you're not CSing. uh, Like, before, and I'm like, yeah, but, like, should I have tower dove there? Or, like, what should my third item be? Should I, like, should I go thornmail third? Yeah, like
1: this is what we just said, right?
2: <gasps>
0: I they, love that, how dude. How good is it? That just cracks me These off. are
1: the questions that Patrick was having. And then, again, Joey was just saying... This is my experience with Silverfly. Again, like, there's nothing... Don't give it anything yeah. else. Okay, you're you're finishing your clear at three forty, which limits so many options yeah. here. Okay, you're so far behind. So I,
2: I just just I won't go too long on This just a quick one. Yeah. I had a review session today with a gold four victor. Yeah, and the re- I ended the review at seven minutes, but his scoreline was zero zero zero. End up winning the game, yeah. but I didn't look. At, I didn't even look at a single fight. Mm. How years is that? Mm. People wouldn't even believe that. No. It's like I did a review. I think it took eighteen minutes. It was, we, I didn't even get to a single interaction where he was at a single fight and he ended up winning the game. I said, I don't care if you win. I don't care if you win this game or anything that happens past the seven minute mark because your fundamentals are laning. Whether or not they get exposed here, they will be exposed. And I'm not concerned if you go from goal, three to go, goal four to goal three. I'm not concerned with that. I'm concerned with you going from goal four to platinum four. So what I'm worried about now is all these nice little, these lane fundamentals, we got to get on top of it now. And then this is going to pay dividends in the long run but you don't see that sort of coaching anywhere. No. And like it's sometimes, I mean, people in the Midland Academy, they expect that from my coaching sessions. Now yeah. it's like, okay, he's just going to end the review at seven yeah. minutes, or like yeah. for sometimes like that. But like, I can see it from his perspective. He's like, wow, it's nothing to do with no. that. It's even shorter for jungle. It's like first clear. yeah. And just that, that boring is sexy type yeah. thing. Boring it's fast. Sexy. It's yeah. like, yeah, no, and you again, he, and yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: again, Patrick probably knows that he understands that he could clear his camps a little bit faster. But when you when and this, I guess this is what what Patrick really found helpful coaching is Joey. Is, I mean, Joey isn't he? So Patrick here has been playing. He's like an Olaf one trick right, and Joey also he's like Grandmaster Ostra, Olaf player. He, he having someone down your neck saying clear. Yeah, that's that's true, it. True. That's the power. Sometimes That's a of great coaching, role model. That's a know? great
2: like person to have. Yeah. Cause and as well he would understand the, the details because he plays that champion to a high level that's, that's right. what I love about that style of coaching as well he's a high elo player
1: yeah
2: that's champion why high elo coaches are so important for that mm. reason because mm. a low elo coach a gold coach
1: can't they would not be talking that. about they're not going to be talking that about that because they
2: don't know that information because if do they, do they the knew that information is. they wouldn't be gold yeah there's no excuse that a, co- a coach cannot be low elo
1: Curtis okay, don't go on this rant now okay? I can't <laughs> no Nathan straight up
2: just bear with me for a second yeah you can be as smart as you want about the game, yeah. But if you know, if you know, no, no, the real things about the fundamentals of the game, it's unacceptable. Even if your clicking is like toddler level, you cannot be gold. Hmm. If you know how to clear your jungle camps as a jungler, you know how to last hit as a mid laner, and you understand the theory of the game, it's unacceptable to be in gold as a coach hmm. or even low platinum. It's hmm. just unacceptable. You should be diamond minimum. Mm. You, no one can tell me otherwise like I'm I'm done mm. I'm done with anyone who says they're a coach below diamond mm. stop mm. you can I get I might get roasted over this mm. but I'm just done mm. it's unacceptable
1: mm. I'm pretty passionate about it as well I it guess. is
2: unacceptable and if anyone says the excuse I don't play enough solo queue just stop I don't then, have time because I'm a full-time coach you don't you don't know you you just stop you just shouldn't you just shouldn't be a coach because again, the game has to, because, okay. And the way I would prove this, okay. Show me your results over a long period of time of people that have, you've got people to diamond plus show me. Hmm. You might get someone from, yeah, you, props to you. You can get someone a silver four to gold four. props to you, man. Show me where you've gotten people results to diamond and above consistently with your coaching and no one else's and no one else's content. Show me it, it just doesn't exist. The results is just the pr- the proofs in they the pudding. Speak
1: for themselves.
2: It just it just rolls me up through because the, the excuses. Is, is, I don't have enough time for solo queue. It's not that important. I un- I can just watch vods. You can't understand these things through vods. You just cannot.
1: You know, three day three games a day is. You more can than watch enough. as
2: many cooking videos as you want, mm-hmm. but unless you, know, you like cut cool. the fucking onion <laughs> and know how it feels like, yeah, and how the pan might get too hot and the feel of the heat, there's to the things pan, you wouldn't think about. You just wouldn't. There's yeah. just things there you just don't know shit. Yeah. How are you going to know, tell someone a camera pan and why they should be doing that and the feel of the game? It's just, just stop. It's so theoretical. Mm. So props to Joey, dude. Well. Um,
1: I just thought as well, you know how you said you had that 0, zero goal client that you ended at seven yeah, minutes? Yeah. I actually reviewed this morning on my stream a four zero Udia challenger and I ended the review. He was 4 0 and he had insane early game because he. He made a, a key error that got Kindred back in the game just by sheer presence of one being on one side of the map. You let Kindred get back into the game. We ended the review because his lead's gone, even though he had zero deaths. A challenger player makes us. Yeah, he might well. get away
2: with it, but like the premise is still another game. He doesn't. He
1: didn't. He lost that game.
2: Oh, right. yeah, but that might happen, right? Like he might not get away with it. That's right. That he might game. get away with it in this time because That's another right. team makes up for it. But like in another game, yeah. you just lose. Yeah.
1: And even for my own reviews, even games I win, I end the review early because I'm like, fuck, dude, like this yeah. is ridiculous. Rep- I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have got away with
2: this.
0: Yeah, so was that was on punished. them. It was on them to yeah. lose rather than on you to win. Yeah. That's right.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, should we continue listening yeah, to Patrick?
0: Yeah. Dude, dude, like, whoa! You don't need to think about any of that. Like, you just need to clear your camps. You're not clearing your camps well. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So, that, I mean, that's that's like the huge thing about coaching, and especially in low elo. I don't think people realize that. Like, watching some of these videos on YouTube like makes you worse genuinely. And I genuinely believe that because I saw it with myself. You guys is, you guys is, and I know you, you agree. I think I I listened to a podcast recently where Curtis, you were saying, I don't make videos for silver players. And like, that's, I mean, it's true. Um, I will say I watched Nathan, your Olaf guide that really helped. Um, So I think there are some, there's some content, but being able to decipher which content is, is, applicable and which content isn't. Like Joe will send me a video every once in a while and be like, hey, I think you might, I think you might get something from this. Um, Now it's a little different. Like now I'm watching challenger level videos and I can kind, like I know enough about the game now and I feel like I know enough about the game to like understand why stuff is applicable to me or not. Uh, Probably most of it's going over my head still, but you know, definitely four months ago when I like started taking this really seriously. I had had no idea and the videos were making me worse. Um, Coaching also good for gives you confidence. Um, Confidence was a big problem in my game. Um, I just thought everybody was better than me. And, you know, I was basically listening to everything that people were saying in the game. I was following orders and coaching really allowed me to be like, actually, you know what? Like I'm getting coaching from somebody who could destroy all you guys with one hand. And so, um, you know, that's, that's funny. I remember again, one of my early coaching sessions, Joe was like, why did you go up there? And I was like, well, cause the guy pinged that he needed help. And he's like, this is terrible play. I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of thought so, but I don't know. And he was like, the player who pinged you does not know how to play this game. Like he's in silver. He has no idea what he's doing. Um, after I like kind of took a little bit of offense to that, cause I guess I'm in the same ELO as that guy. Um you know, it really helped me be like, well, I'm, you know, I'm getting coaching, I'm following my coach's advice. And a lot of the times that I've climbed quickly has been when I've been able to really focus on stuff that Joe and I worked on and apply it like, like almost blindly. I don't, you know, I, I know that's not a great word to use, but like apply it no matter what my teammates are doing. And I had, I had a lot of success in that. Um, finally, that's that's interesting. That's
1: really interesting.
0: I never I never thought of it like that,
2: but it's something I, I need to be saying more, I think, yeah. in my coaching. Just just do it. I, I mean, I think I do. I say it, but not like that. No. I say this. I say, just do this, see how it feels, and get back to me. That's what I say specifically. But I think a better way would be to say, like him, follow this blindly, even if you don't understand it, and, get a, and just feel it. Feel what this is. Like, sometimes you just got to feel... There's a feel to something, you know, Mm. it feels good. Mm. Just do this, Mm. get a feel for it. If you don't like it, that's okay. We can go back and address that, but just feel it out. Mm. I think that's a really interesting concept.
1: Mm. Well, also for League as well, for the specific example, because I know what he's talking about, because with Olaf, you're all about getting every objective on the map and like your tempo and just like making sure you're clear. You have have a and uh, the why, why my Olaf guard was so... I think helpful for a lot of people. A lot of lower level people got to gold and stuff from that guy because it was so such a specific gameplay. You would never get dragged to anything because you have to follow step by step the clear. Like you, there was no alternate path. You had to start blue and you had to full clear down. There was no red start clear, and then there was like a two versions. You're on red side blue. It was so specific that you couldn't mess up. Which which and he's just um, talking about that in terms of. Confidence. When you have confidence in a game plan like that, it's so powerful because you do get dragged to these fights that are losing you massive tempo for a jungler, pure low impact things. And and I think it's definitely a huge aspect, just having confidence, knowing that it works. And I the like day, Curtis, me and you, we can go into a, a lower elo game and it doesn't matter anything that happens. We have the confidence because we know how to win that game. Yeah. No, know, I want to get more specific because
2: you, you know, Nathan, how we talk about our favorite saying is like, league is a confidence-based game. Yeah. Now, I never really understood this, but it just, it just clicked for me. Mm. You know what that means or why that statement is true? It's literally because when you are low confidence, what do you do?
1: You listen to others.
2: You simply listen to others. You listen to anyone that's trying now, to give you... what is the someone. most toxic thing about what that... What, what do you believe... Yeah. To be the most toxic thing about that behavior.
1: Listening to others, well, you're not thinking for yourself, right? You're not. It's it's out of your control theoretically, isn't it? Instantly, because it's not. It's out of your destiny, right? Like, I mean, it's out of your. You have no intention. Yeah, you're just like autopilot. Yeah, you're just like getting thrown around. So
2: that is exactly what you just said there, right? Yeah. Imagine if that was someone's way of playing the game. Hmm. I could easily see someone being stuck at a rank for thousands of games, yeah. hundreds of seasons and seasons yeah. with that mentality. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's not a gameplay thing, is it? No. It's purely you are just following someone else's calls. Mm. And the most toxic thing about doing and the most toxic thing about that, That's right. following someone else's calls is that you don't improve. No. Because for two reasons, one, you simply didn't make that call, but two, from a, from a psychological aspect It's okay. That wasn't my call. That was him.
1: Yeah, you can blame it on someone if it goes wrong. You don't
2: have to take responsibility. You can't take responsibility for someone else's call. Yeah. It's not because you didn't make it. So... That is the most toxic thing. Yeah. Not Because
1: there's no learning to be done. No learning.
2: It's end of review. You duo, it's end of review. Yeah.
1: Because
2: I can't tell if you are making that call or not. Yeah. You follow this guy's call. It's what I said about take responsibility and play with intention and intensity. Have a hypothesis. Have a theory. I don't give a shit if it's the worst theory in the world why you didn't go for this play. But it's great because you have something. Mm. Because then I can pinpoint specific the variables that you are not considering or you are considering that make this a good or a bad play. That is the foundation of the game. That is the that is the bedrock of League of Legends. Make a decision. Hmm. Your decision.
1: If it's the wrong decision, great. You learn from what you improve. If it's the right decision, but notice, great. But notice how that yeah. is
2: very similar to real life. Hmm. If you just blindly follow everyone else's... Your parents tell you to do this, you blindly do that... At work, everyone just blindly follow. You just don't get anywhere. Yeah, you well, don't go do any You're, you're stuck. just in the situation. You're stuck.
1: You're stuck, yeah. And your situation thirty, it's like, where the fuck did 30 years go? Where do they go? Yeah. I'm
2: just here. I'm just doing nothing. Yeah. But also the most toxic thing is again, if something goes wrong, it's you just don't have to take responsibility. It's not my fault. But we know, even in real life, the people that actually take responsibility. The more responsibility, the greater the reward. Extreme ownership. Extreme ownership, but also just in in, in companies, right? The people that make the decisions are rewarded more financially because they are the ones making the decisions. If you don't put yourself into a position or try to get yourself into a position where you can make decisions, you just don't get anywhere. Take a little bit of responsibility. Go above and beyond. Yes, he's making a call. Make another call. No, I don't want that dragon. Give dragon a minute in advance. Go top.
1: Love that. That's my favorite call in League of Legends. It's really, I love it. It's one, it's one me, <laughs>
2: Conceding draft That one call has won yeah. me more games than any other call in League of Legends. <laughs> yeah. Straight up.
1: I know. That's why you said it. Me too. Love if you, that If you go to an area If you understand To concede and objective And go to an area so to pre- To prepare I've won countless games from Some, as well. you But no one, you see, Everyone knows that No one will make that call No one game. makes that call They just sit there And they'll try and eh, Maybe we can win Dragon or,
2: or, or they'll like Rock up to it And then like Realize that they, so they, they Screwed but, like but then everyone else Is already committed by then It's too yeah, late Because once job. you're already there yeah. You're never turning back No You gotta commit <laughs> You gotta commit man You're there It's like a <laughs> vortex Like It's like sucking you in that's dude right. yeah. You're not going out Um Continue on.
0: So, Kashi was talking about confidence. Yeah, confidence.
2: That's why confidence is important.
0: Coaching is great. It just makes the whole league experience better. Um, You know, like, I really enjoy talking to my coach. We meet, like, every two, three weeks. Um, I know he follows, my like, what I'm doing. Um, If I'm having a shitty day or I'm having a good day, I ping him, like, Joe, check out this game. Like, look what a donkey I was or look how hard I carried these guys. And, you know, it's just, like, it, it just gives me something to look forward to and makes um it just makes the whole experience better so that's been that's been really good for me um
2: it's just a little thing here i think that's what's cool about our communities as Mm. well it's like you just have someone to share Mm. like your improvement when you feel like and like when you're confused about a play like just just having a second opinion sometimes Mm. is really cool i just i just think that sharing aspect of the of um the experience is pretty cool
0: Specifically, what? oh my God, it's already 10 minutes. Fuck, I knew this was gonna be long. I don't know, hopefully you guys have the patience. Maybe I'll, I'll make it so you can skip ahead um, if, if any of this gets too, too boring, but um, specifically what I worked on. So I worked on my first clear a lot um, right at the beginning. That was the first thing that I did. By the way, I one tricked Olaf to get to gold. So all of this is Olaf specific. Um, working on my first clear was good. Like I, I, I literally, Joe sent me a video where he was able to clear with Olaf in like three minutes and 13 seconds and get to scuttle, like, you know, seven seconds after that. And I was at like three thirty, And so I needed to shave off like 17 seconds off of my clear. And I, I literally like tracked when Joe finished blue, when he finished grump, you know, and I like measured myself to that. And I was like, okay, I'm losing three seconds here. I'm losing like four seconds here, I'm losing just one on, you know, wolves. I guess I'm doing wolves well. And I was looking specifically at, like, what, like, when does he throw his axe? When does he hit W? Like, what when does he auto? And so that was really good, not only for my clear, obviously, because I was able to get it.
1: So notice a couple of things there. Getting into the damn details, specifics. That's how you're improving, League of Legends. Okay, not generalized bullshit. Dude, I'm like terms. the most proud father right now. I know this is like incredible. when I hear that,
2: just gets very. When I hear the word specific, yeah. Oh, it's oh. so good, dude. It's just like adrenaline, dude. It it's is, pure, is. it's a pure adrenaline. And it's the, like a shot. It's like cocaine, honestly. It is. It's cocaine. It's <laughs> honestly just pure cocaine. But uh, yeah,
1: the oh, feels good. You know, and again, it just that takes effort, man, and it just does, and again like that's it's it's it seems easy to do and it's so boring it's so boring but it's the the results are absolutely immaculate absolutely immaculate okay especially yeah. the clear in the jungle okay oh, a lot dude. of people are just way too lazy to do it even though they know it. Dude, oh.
2: we need he's our he's our bloody mascot now we're we gonna sponsor he's, ambassador. he's gonna, he's gonna we'll give him a t-shirt <laughs> like
1: all right patrick wear this around
0: <laughs> i love that get into the details get into dude. the
1: details
0: it down to within three seconds of of Joe. But it really helped me understand, even for like my skirmishing and dueling, like how do I maximize damage? And so working on my first clear was huge because it really taught me how to fight with Olaf. Um, And then Joe and I did some drills too. You know, with Olaf, it's like Q, auto, W, um, or rather Q, W, auto, E, auto, Q. And like just getting like that down so that, like, I can do it in my sleep and practicing every time I did a minion um, or every time I did a jungle camp was, like, I mean, I was just pressing my buttons in the wrong order or getting flustered and not, like, spamming or, you know, and so working on my first clear was not only great for the timing of my first clear, which in silver I, like, got to scuttle every time first, and, and it was great, um, but it also helped me, like, actually fight. Um, I got my CS numbers up. That was the second thing we worked on. I mean, basically... Like after my like second or third session with Joe, he was like, dude, I mean, until you can get seven CS for like 10 games, like we can't, like, let's not even talk, like go do that. And then let's have another session. And so like, you know, I worked, worked really hard on being able to CS well. And, you know, he like that, that was, that was one of the times where I like jumped up where he was like, just don't gank, stop ganking. Don't get dragons. Don't do anything. Don't you just need a CS. And you know, then it like turns out that like you have no camps up, the dragons up. Like, okay, go do it. Even though I'm working on just CS, but we were like taking very specific things like that, and I was focusing on only that. And he was like, "You might lose. It's okay if you lose. Just you have to get better at." Like, I was having no games over above above seven CS, and and then like after like two weeks of just CSing, it became like natural for me. I I, I knew what the flow of a seven CS game looked like. And then I was even breaking into like eight and, and every once in a while a nine CS game by, by just kind of following that flow. Um, I reviewed my death. Okay.
1: Um, Shit, I forgot what I was about to say just then. Um, okay, so notice he, he, he broke it down into parts, okay? So, and this is why we end a review. To, and this is why I don't believe in one hour coaching sessions mm. because imagine if I went over one or two games with Patrick, and barbarity with him with all this bullshit information. Yeah, you, just, you just mess him up. You make him worse. Make him worse, okay? Make him worse. So that's why that's why we set learning objectives, don't we, Curtis? Yep. Learning objectives. What's the what's the Because
2: Even if you don't get results from it, it doesn't matter mm. in the short term. Mm. Because it will again, the way I view it, it's like, it's like this is just the fundamentals. It's just like, okay, before we know how to cook a spaghetti bolognese we got to first know how to cook an onion or, or cut an onion even though cutting an onion by itself won't do shit yeah it's like you just got to know how to do this yeah dude. come on
1: and know what it feels like in the flow feel, that's yeah. such a good point there and it's i've never huge. described it this this way and i'm gonna start i'm gonna steal this as well from from patrick and joe um you just gotta do it and again that key mindset how powerful is that mindset i don't care if i lose I'm going to do that. I'm just going to do this. So then you get the feel of it because if you know how to 10 sets, that's a great starting point because then, then you can start shaving things back, right? It's like, okay, well, now I'm starting to have zero map awareness. I'm too tunneled on this. I'm too tunneled on this. It, the feel, I love these words. The feel. The flow of the game, the feel of things. But Nathan, how what, do you RCS. get that
2: across? How do you cuz that's that, difficult. What he's just done? Mm. It's again, he makes it sound so, so easy. easy. Yeah, it's fucking that's hard. That's the thing that's scared. That, that yeah. alone what yeah. he just said there yeah. is being okay with losing in the short term? That's so hard to he, do. That is just yeah. Again, that's such a rare thing.
1: Cuz your friends are like, "Oh, look at your match history and you're like, you' up." got to make a new account, man. Patrick
2: by now, Patrick should have had to have made 17 accounts by now. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
2: He should have given His up Olaf. over. He should have just played given a new up. champ.
1: That's right. And that's the thing champion One champion
2: Play the goddamn champ. Play one champ. Simple champ. Play Get in the
1: specific details. Understand the champ identity. Oh
2: God, help me, dude! It's just like everything that we just say. It's just like someone's done it. Mm. He's just done it, man. It's just sometimes it feels like we're talking into a wall. Sometimes
1: uh, it does for me. Sometimes, but then we have people like Patrick who sends me the VHS VH VL, so VHC, VHS VHS tape. I put in. it in. And if I'm in a hole, if I feel like I'm, I'm talking to a war, yeah. Patrick saves me again. Yeah. Like, someone listen, yeah. you know? All right, let's continue on.
0: That's I, I went through a period for like two weeks where I like jotted down every time I died what I was doing. And then we narrowed it down to like pre-level six. Like why am I dying pre-level six? Stop. Dying pre level six. Just, I got interesting
2: on my uh, Midland Academy. I have a resource. I mm. wrote an article about reviewing deaths. Yeah, I've ever had a review deaths as well. And um, I wrote like a little, I've got like a little like image and you can like tally where you die. So you read, oh, cool. so what you do is like you, re- you, you do like a review and then like you tally where each of your deaths, what category it fell into. And then in the article, oh, I talk about how you can review each death yeah. and what this means and what the problem could be if this is your death. Oh, I like that. I'm stealing yeah, that shit, dude. It's That's really awesome. good. Because there
1: is there's a, there is a death.
2: Just just don't die. That's how you figure out to stop dying. Yeah. It's so big, dude. Yeah,
1: uh, I've just realized, yeah, I could literally categorize what every type of death looks like.
2: Because I got this guy, again, I don't know what to name, a guy on my Discord. And like every, he just like talks about how he, he just loses a lot. And like all these deaths, he has like seven, eight deaths. Yeah. And every time I say, okay, why did you die here? Did you, wh- what's happened? Specifically, what is happening when you die? Are you not leaning? Are you dying to ganks? Are you dying in the, going all in and getting collapsed on by like what is happening specifically when you die? Just answering that question alone should put you on a path to figure out, oh shit, I'm actually just not warding or I'm going in without resources or I'm going in on 2000 gold or whatever it is. Just something... Really straightforward. Just getting people to just, you know, put two and two together. Being dead is bad. How do when I reduce you're that? you're
1: dead, you're not getting experience in gold. You're giving the enemy team gold. You're not on the map. You can't make plays. That's why dying is bad, right? Done. Super simple. So, that, that, I guess that's how I... That's Literally, I'll keep saying it. To the, <laughs> that is how I got Challenger, okay? I was fucking laser focused on not dying. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, I went to the extreme sometimes. I was the AFK farm guy. But guess what then I could work on that I yeah, could you could work, work on, on that, that you yeah
0: know? and that was huge. I mean that just made it made it so that I was not only dying early but also p- p- playing to my power spikes um, uh, and then after that, we worked on my aggression, so like then I got good at just like staying on my side of the map, clearing all my jungle, you know ganking, getting objectives only only when I was like hitting power spikes. But like I wasn't really taking advantage of leads that I was getting on junglers, so we worked on like invading and um, you know doing more on their side of the map. That was a that was a, a time where I like dropped, uh, like that was uncomfortable for me, and it, I didn't I didn't get it, and it took took me a long time. Um, so like I like dropped almost a division division and a half by trying to be more aggressive. But after that, it was like one step back, two steps forward. Because then I kind of like re- went back to my comfortable gameplay with the knowledge of like better jungle tracking because I was always focusing on when there are or where where the enemy jungle was and, um, and able to like incorporate a little bit of like measured aggression instead of just like full-heartedly going super aggressive. It's just unbelievable. I literally made a video on that and people still don't do it.
2: I don't know how to get the information across. Mm. I just don't. Mm. I'm failing. I'm failing as a coach and as a teacher because I, I said this an unbelievable amount of times. People just cannot lose. They cannot.
1: Except losing. Except going down, down. temporarily. Yeah. They just cannot. No.
2: But it's the mental stack. Yeah. You can't, you're not going to just. It's not like you perfectly learn a skill. And it, then like it's that, taking it's up like, something else up it, here, man. It's, it's like you learn
1: one skill and then you're at this rank and you learn another skill, then you gain more ELO. And then you learn another skill, then you gain more ELO. Because uh, you, when you're learning that skill, you're, you're suffering on other aspects. You have to go down. Well, just,
2: like, just bring it back to a real life example, right? Let's just say before you could like... Again, we're on the... Co- I'm using a thousand Let's cookies. Let's keep using cookies. Let's say you could cookies. like um, make your breakfast... Say you're making like eggs on toast, you're poaching an egg, whatever, while um, while on the phone, Mm. right? But then what happens? Someone said, no, you got to like, you're going to cook this different different dish, and like you still got to hold the conversation. You're going to be bad at cooking because it's a new skill, and you're going to get worse at talking on the phone because it's taking up so much of your mental space Mm. because there's no muscle memory. Mm. It's just straightforward, Mm. and then eventually you keep doing that, and then you're going to get a bit better, and then you can incorporate both of them. Voila. This is like it's super simple. That's all that's happening. But again, people can't lose. It's like, but once you lose, you've got to make a new account. It's your champion's pool. It's uh, your MMR or your win rate or your OBGG. Something else. You've got to make a new account. Or you can't, you've got to go back to whatever you were doing before. Just cannot.
1: Key, one, key word there as well okay. is um, he talked about, he said, that was uncomfortable for me. But embraced it he embraced it and he went down again he just stuck to the process Yep. two steps back one step backward two step forward
0: then we worked on my skirmishing and, and target selection in team fights that's still something that, that i'm working on and and not very good at i mean i have i clearly have boomer mechanics sometimes sometimes joe gets frustrated with me and he's just like Ugh. i mean he he never like shows frustration but he's just like yeah i mean that was an unfortunate fight. I missed <laughs> three Qs and, like, hit, don't use my R. And he's just like, ah, yeah, we could have played that better. I'm like, yeah, we could have, we could have played that better. Um, oh my gosh. All right. So, what I learned about myself. So, I mean.
1: All right. But don't be careful though, Patrick. Yeah. Boomer mechanics. Yeah. But you know. You know, imagine telling yourself, Patrick i'm gonna be better mechanically than the 18 year olds right it may not be true you gotta be some some delusional you'll be delusional uh,
2: but it's possible but it's
1: like that's that's what you had to break down that invisible narrative for yourself you know and like like that like that maybe you might cap yourself out patrick at like platinum or something like that because you have that boomer mechanic yeah it'll it'll bite
2: him in the ass eventually
1: it will bite him in the ass you know and we laugh about it is you know we sometimes joke about it as well but you know, it, it can't be. It is an invisible narrative. You know, and like again, what happens if you just tell yourself, Patrick, you're gonna say, I, I don't give a shit about all these young kids. I'm gonna be better mechanically, than, and then, all. and even if that may not be true, you might get to a point where it's like you're significantly better mechanically than you are now because you've been, you've actually worked on it.
2: I mean, again, I just think it's all bullshit. The whole like mechanical thing, anyway. Mm. It's like the guy, the world's best um, Street Fighter player. He's like what 40 or some shit. Yeah, he dominates. Yeah.
1: He's still, like the number
2: he's, one, yeah. He's number, he's like 40. He's like, what's his was name? Is it Japanese like Daigu, Daigo, Daigo or something? Or something. Like that, yeah, it's like a hardcore boomer. That's like the most mechanically no, intense it, way game, more mechanically way more intensive. mechanically intensive than League of Legends. It's yeah. point in case, it's just it's done. I mean, I'm, I'm way better mechanically now at 25, turning 20, 26 mm. than I was at 18. Mm. I'm getting better.
1: Mm. Tom Brady, yeah,
2: reaction times and shit. Yeah. just you can. There's ways you can break down stuff. There's just ways you can. Yeah,
1: and it might, maybe it might be harder for you, but that you can find a solution.
2: It's like that other dude as well, you know, in David Goggins, um, the the race director of that Badwater. Badwater. He he won. He did like he won something at 50 years old or something. Mm. He he did, he won like some huge triathlon into like a 50 mile race at 50 mm. or something. Something ridiculous. Mm. It's like some hardcore shit, man. At like an old age, mm. humans are capable of incredible stuff.
1: Put your mind to it. Mm.
0: I, this is going to fairly self-indulgent, so I'll go. I'll go quickly, but um, you know, I mean, what I learned in these last four months was mostly around dealing with adversity. Um, I mean, fucking, it's brutal out there. Um, you know, both both from a mindset and just like you know, stuff doesn't go your way a lot of the time. Um, One of the big things I learned is that I'm a big believer in that intelligence is, like the definition of intelligence is is your ability to solve complex problems. Intelligence is changes during your day and it it, it fluctuates massively and a lot of it is due to like your mental state. Um, You guys... I, you know, this is a very similar concept to the one that you guys talk about when you talk about intensity. Um, my mental state, which I equate with my intelligence at that given moment, ability to solve complex problems and, and league as a game of complex problems, fluctuated massively during the day, during the week. Um, and oftentimes I was at my best and a lot of times I was at my worst. And like this was never as pronounced as when I, so I got COVID um, in February this year and I felt really shitty for about three weeks and I wasn't working and I was playing a lot of league and I just was playing poorly. I mean, I was sick, Um, but you don't recognize it at the time. You're not like, I'm, I'm going to like play some bad league right now. You're like, I mean, I'm okay. I got a bit of a headache, but like I'm good enough to play a game. You play a game and you're like bad. And, um, that was frustrating. Cause I, you know, it took me like two months to climb basically almost to silver one, like silver two. And I dropped in two weeks, I dropped back down to silver four, um, just like playing when I was feeling shitty and sick. And then you start tilting and, um, you know, w- w- that was a big lesson for me because I also worked off and on during that time. And I probably did a really shitty job at work as well. Um, but work, it's the, the feedback is less, is less immediate, like league, you could tell right away if you're not playing well. I mean, maybe you don't recognize in the moment, but after the game, it's like you went one eight and two. Your team got crushed, and your whole team flamed you. It's like ah, probably wasn't probably wasn't playing my best right then. Um, or you know, you have a losing session where you lose four four games in a row in a day, and you know that that's the type of stuff that was happening to me. And I was just like, man, I like not good at league right now, and I probably wasn't good at work either. But with work, you, you don't you don't like recognize that. And so that that was a that was a good. That was a good learning. Um, That was good learning for me. And, you know, after that, I was much more conscious of my mental state before I would play and focused on, you know, when I'm not sick, you know, like exercise, good sleep. Um, You know, leaving all emotional tension behind before I start playing was you know, it's something that I do with work and that I try to focus on with work. And I tried to try to, um, do that for league as well. And, and, you know, after I got better from COVID and I was in like, silver four, it literally felt like I was smurfing, I was just like destroying everybody, but it was because, you know, I was like feeling normal, um, and, and back up to, to a good state. So that was something I learned about myself. I also learned that I get. What do you think about that?
1: Um, Oh, the the thing that stuck out for me from, from what Patrick said is your intelligence is your ability to problem solve, and it fluctuates throughout the day, right? And that's that's something never that would never cross my mind, especially growing up as, as a, like like video games and legal. You know, how you got you're either bad or good at the game, right? I can play really well some days, and some days not so well. Right? Mm. And that's what it is. It's my ability to problem solve. Like, I'm just slower, mm. or like, um, you know, when you, you don't feel playing, you know, when you're playing like shit, right? And, yeah. and that's actually what it is specifically. It's the, again, at the end of the day, legalism is problem solving in the game, isn't it? Information, mm. you know, it's an information-based yeah, game, it's yeah, problem yeah, solving, yeah. right? And yeah, like, that's actually what it is. And it fluctuates. And, and just because you're like the best, like, even someone like Canyon, right? Uh, I actually reviewed a game of him today. And I completely disagree with one of the situations. He he still won the game, but I think that he he, he I feel like he wouldn't have made that play for a competitive game because he's just playing solo queue, right? Like he's not going to be at his best. He still canyon. He still has the muscle memory of a really good player. Like he still should, but he's not the the canyon at his best. That's like canyon like you know like below average, you know. So um, it's something to be conscious about. And again, video games. It's easy. That's I think that's why people tend block and they get frustrated when they lose because video games apparently you're either good or bad. And you apparently, you never change. Like, have you ever thought about that's how it works in, in, in video games? Because video games is meant to be a, a low intellectual sport. Like, it's a, mm. it's a low brain complex sport. But League of Legends is, I would say, one of the, the and that's what we think is the greatest game in the world, is like, it, you've got to solve complex problems and the feedback loop is instant and that's what I love what Patrick said there as well is that that's the difference between league and work Yeah, because you don't know the the consequences of your actions at that specific time
2: this is all what Jono used to talk to us about in Diet Wars remember
1: that's why he loved the game that's why he loved it He, you know and this is someone coming from from a freshman never a gamer and this is why we love go go watch Jono's you know, episode.
2: episode with Jono. The performance director, our performance. Yeah, a lot director of, it, you
1: does. know, I had some people, a couple of people, me today on my stream, or seen some comments. People were saying that's that's all he think they think was one of our best episodes. Yeah, it's
2: an insane episode that one. I mean, Jono's is one of my favorite human beings. <laughs> I just love Jono, and it was so interesting how he, from this
1: very traditional businessy background, like he worked with, like, uh, is consulting. What was the companies he worked for? Uh, oh, the
2: the, the one that do all the branding. BCG. All the you know, and, no, uh, no, no. The, uh, they do all the mar- they do all like the yeah. marketing. Don't they are like the uh, branding yes, If we don't get it No one's gonna fucking know Anyway
1: um, Yeah and he just never think, And he just He watched our first scrims And he said This is fucking exceptional Yeah this is insane And we were so confused It's like dude We're just fucking About know, video what, games
2: Because well, the biggest thing With Jono What he brought to me And what changed My perspective on the game Was the military aspect Yeah That whole military aspect And he just saw The feedback loops And, mm. and he, he he put it succinctly He was saying how The best quality players The best players in the world had the shortest feedback cycles. They could see something happen in the game, understand why it was happening, make the appropriate adjustments, and then execute. And he was saying how Scherff. remember that there was that some games where Scherff had the slowest feedback cycle. Mm, mm. Scherff could play exceptionally in certain situations, mm. but then he, but his feedback cycle was too slow. So then he would make these, he would make these mistakes that just he didn't. It didn't make sense. Like how can he be playing this poorly, mm. but then make a game in another so game well. was so so well and. Yeah, he always just brought it back to this feedback. He got it the OODA, It's called the OODA cycle. I don't have my phone on me. Oh, here. interesting. Um, it's O O D A. Um, I might do more some re- more research on this, and I'll, I'll bring it up again. I, I think there was an article I used to write, I read about it in a book or something, but I'll talk about it in another episode. But yeah, it all ties back to the same thing. I mean, it's all the same. Stuff. the feedback cycle is fast and you either choose to accept the reality of what is happening but okay let's actually get you go deeper here this is what's fascinating fascinating about league and why the mental state is so important you can either you can fail at many stops within the cycle right you can fail to actually effectively assess the situation because you're just delusional mm. right So you're failing at step number one. You're literally not seeing...
1: You have all the information here, but you're just assessing it completely wrong.
2: Or or no, you can actually see a situation and and fail to objectively see the objective experience as... Got it. Because you're just like egos in the way or whatever yeah that,
1: i mean that's that's lee really 101 it's like when you chase someone you know it feels bad yeah. but like you can't look at it objectively you're not, you're not looking at the consequences if you die and you chase your yeah stuff you're like looking at
2: through a very different lens yeah, right you want
1: to kill this guy because you like stole your crab or some shit right.
2: right so you can fail at that moment yeah you can fail in the reflection moment where you just don't reflect at all you mm. don't use the lol states or mm. you don't process that you just you just ignore it mm. so that's why i think a lot of people in bronze and silver and low elo specifically they just choose to ignore the, the consequences of their actions. They don't embrace the painful experience because you've got to have the experience and see it, observe it. Then you've got to reflect on it. You've got to think and, 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 and embrace that. And that's why having the painful experience is very important. You can't ignore the pain. You've got to embrace the pain. And then you've got to figure out a solution. What's, what's the changes? What do I need to change here? So either you don't have the knowledge to, to make that adjustment or again, your ego is in the way or um, whatever reason. And then you've got to execute again. Maybe maybe you just mis Whatever. There's a trillion reasons as to why you may not execute. So the people that are very good at League of Legends over a long period of time have exceptional... They, they understand this, whether it's intuitively or they brought this to the surface and they under, go through that entire loop again and again and again. I think the the, the article that I mine was about was in uh, Fighter Pilots. Fighter Pilots. It was about Fighter Pilots. Interesting. Um, It was about, yeah, because it's so fast. There's fighter parts. It's like, it's all incredibly fast. It's going to be so quick. Yeah. So they have to go through that cycle as fast as possibly humanly possible. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It was insane. It was really interesting. And Jono was obsessed about it. Mm. And like now, all the stuff that Jono taught me back in 2017, it's starting to like really sink in, like Mm. the whole Sun Tzu stuff Mm. and the military strategy. It all like makes sense now. But when I was younger, like, I was like, what the hell does this mean? Mm. Like, how does does it.
1: Supply the league.
2: But. And, like, shaping the ground and stuff like that. You know, Had Johnny to talk about shaping your environment, shaping the ground. Like, you can influence things in the future by doing certain things, like setting yourself up. And, like, just certain Sun Tzu and military strategy. And, like, because League is mil- it is based off, like, military. Fog of war. Fog of war and stuff like that. and You know, all the tempo and resources and stuff like that. Um, Information. But I think he's spot on. Like, uh, Patrick, he was talking about how... Um, how the yeah, the feedback cycle so fast in league. Um so interesting hearing it from his perspective. And well. he said
1: how much he learned a lot about himself facing adversity. This is someone who's 35 years old, very well in his career. You know, I'm sure he's faced a lot of adversity, but there's still that next level. He can he's still learning about it, you know?
2: That's the power of the game. And to, and to, and having the foresight to take the game seriously because like I think a big thing that hold people back is they don't realize how hard the game is. So they no. don't realize that the amount of intensity that is required. To have good results. That's right. So it's, it's obvious that you need to come into work as a CEO of a company Super with obvious. high intensity because that is the nature of the work. Mm. But with it, you think, oh, this is a casual game. I'm just going to sit there brain dead and just autopilot. Well, of course you're not going to get anywhere.
1: Well, then they look at like the top players, right? And then it just, because that's where it just, On streams on and stream, stuff. And they're just chilling and stuff, but they have that muscle they've had, memory. They've been playing for 10, 11 and years. And they have tens and thousands of games, you know? But that's, 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 Oh, apparently, it just doesn't matter because they're, they're apparently they were instantly challenged at the moment they played
2: the game. Yeah, they're talented. They're talented. That's the biggest invisible man ever. They're just talented. Yeah. Man. Well, I'm going to take a quick toilet break. That's fine. I got to change the camera,
1: so right. let's and we'll then quickly we'll go right back, back and we'll get back, back, back to it.
0: Tilted, and for me, what that looks like is just listening to everybody. Um, like when I'm playing at my worst, I'm just listening to every call that everybody that people are making on the map and. You know, like um, it was an interesting, interesting to see how easily I could get tilted. Um, you know, I have like, yeah, like one I have bad the, game, whoop. or even
1: yeah, I have the exact same experience as Patrick there. When I'm when I'm literally playing at my when I'm playing at my best, I'm fucking laser focused on what I need to do to win the game. The moment I am not sure about how to win the game, I'll follow someone else's call, and then uh, that's what loses me the game. Or compensate compensation It's all about com- that's what your whole compensation video, right?
2: I love the way he phrased it though. Mm. He says, I think I I think he said something like I know what it looks like when I play at my worst. This is what it this is what happens when I'm playing at my worst. He's clear about what it literally looks like.
1: That's very important. That's important as well, it's important yeah. Important to know. Because when you know when you're at your best and when you know you're at your you and then you can start breaking it back back. It's like, what did what did I feel like? What did I eat before then? You could like be really specific. What was my energy? What time of the day did I play at? You get really specific understanding what, what's you at your best and what's you at your worst.
2: Yeah. And I think that just in terms of replication, you know, how did I, why, yeah, what, what are the trends? When I play my worst, what happens? But just in, in when you play well, what did I do in game as mm. well? Like, mm. what did it look like? What did it feel like? I just love that sort of thing. I love, I love being able to, Yet, I love having a clear picture of both what success and what failure looks like, because then you know, okay, what do I want to avoid, mm. and what do I want to replicate mm. at the most simple level. I love that.
0: Like one bad death at the beginning of a game, where it's just like, man, fuck! I like, I'm I'm working on not dying, and I just died. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I should have just given up the scuttle, and um that would tell me. And and what that looks like for me was like every assist ping, I was like beelining like. <laughs> Top needs help. Okay, I'm there, and you know that's just like, that's what I'm playing at my horse, When I'm just like <laughs> listening to everything that people are saying instead of playing my own game. Um, final thing I learned about myself is that I'm results oriented. I mean, I kind of knew that about myself already, but with league, it was it was very it was very um, it was very apparent. And you know what that looked like was when I was winning, I felt good about stuff. and When I was losing, I felt bad about stuff. Even though you know i recognized it was part of the process sometimes i was losing and it you know was i was playing well and losing anyway sometimes i was winning i was playing shitty but i you know got carried or you know whatever the case may be and that um you know so, and for me that for me that was rough because obviously like at my age with my family and all the other commitments that i have like if i feel shitty about playing you know it kind of makes me feel shitty in general because i'm like why am i spending all this time doing this thing that you know, like I'm just playing video games. Um, you know, when I, when I'm winning and, and when I rationalize it, it's like, well, no, I mean, you know, I'm doing this for a purpose. It's like hugely entertaining for me and I'm like growing and learning about myself and, and stuff like that. But it was easy to forget that after, when I, when I was on a losing streak. And so that, you know, is something that I like continue to work on. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm getting better. All right. So that, that's it. Guys. Um,
1: I think it's, it's, isn't it normal to be results oriented as humans? Like that's, that's a really hard mindset to encapsulate. Be like is. understand like, because at the end of the day, it's like, we touch fire, we burn, we go back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what humans are about. But I huh? also
2: think though that Patrick's initial fixed mindset, I think it, 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 um, It amplifies yeah. that result. the results. Oriented. It's exact same for me when it back in yeah. the day. If you're losing, you are bad, mm. you are not good at this, and that feels even worse because you don't understand how to get better. At the most fundamental level, you don't know how to understand how to improve. So, for people that have a very pronounced or very obvious fixed mindset, you will feel much worse. So, I think the f- the feeling is always there, but the feeling is 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 I guess this example or oh, what's it? what's it? what's the word? It's amplified. Yeah. Um so I think what Patrick experiences, yeah, it's very normal across the board though. But I think what I always said of this sort of thing and we know is process. Process, yeah. And that's just hard. It's so easy for us to sit here on this little comfy couch and say, process folks on the process and you're going to get better. Yeah. But it's it's just...
1: Well, you can sometimes get frustrated. You question the process. You're like, what the fuck? Is this even working?
2: Again, I'm just going to tie it back to, again, because in our book club at the moment with the podcast, we're reading... um, Can't Hurt Me. Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. And there's a section in the book where he talks about, this guy's like a Navy SEAL, for example. And B. Contes he's like this Navy SEAL who does like these incredibly hard physical challenges. And there's a, a, a part of the book where he talks about how he does like these buds. It's called like like Hell Week. And it's like this intense training. And he says that um, he failed this, this, this thing multiple times. But what he learned going into it the second and third time or whatever was that he knew his mind was going to say, why are you doing this? He already knew that that was going to, that, that question was going to come up. And the way he dealt with this in the future was by already having the answers to these questions already in his mind. So when it came mm. up, when adversity hit him, it's like, okay, I know exactly why I'm doing this, what I want to get out of it. So, because you're going to ask, why the hell am I here?
1: I don't need to be here.
2: I don't need to be. I can be in my comfy bed right now doing this? This I could. Be, I could be doing anything else. I right could now.
1: be playing again on a small phone. Why am I playing? I could why be watching I mean? TV and stuff. Yeah, watching Netflix with my, with my girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend,
2: whatever it is. Or his wife in this case, spending time with my kids. You can doing anything, and being having a very clear why answers. An answer, it, knowing yeah. exactly what your answer is, because it's going to. It's inevitable. And when I talk about embrace the suck, it's going to happen. Mm. You're gonna have that loss streak. You will
1: really lose. You're
2: see. gonna lose a shit ton of games. You're gonna go down. It's gonna happen. <laughs> How you react to that is very important. And be
1: prepared beforehand. Yeah, if you're prepared beforehand, you'll be able to deal with it much I better.
2: Mean, the biggest thing is like again, you, you, sometimes when you start to go for a run, you're like, why am I here? Why am I Why am I putting myself through this pain? Like I'm pretty healthy. I don't need to go for a run right now. Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't feel. I'm not that bad. You gotta uh, have the answer to that question, man. Otherwise you're just going to give up at the slightest bit of adversity. You're going to give up. And I think what Patrick's done here is he's had a very
0: clear why.
1: Yeah. And that that's helped him stick to it and achieve his goal
0: of gold. Powerful shit, man. Guys, 20 minutes. Fuck me. So long. Um, (laughs) But I did, I will close out with some feedback. Um, Look, genuinely what I think you guys are doing is great. Um, I, I, know, I know you get this every time you get an email or whatever, but, um, you know, you've given me a lot of good knowledge about the game, but really the thing that I've gotten the most out of the podcast and the content that you guys create is being conscious and deliberate about my own relationship with League and with in the relationships with the people that I meet because of League. You know, whether that's your teammates or, you know, the, the people around me who play League, etc., and you know that's i i just i just think that's amazing um i've been like i am fully bought into the mission of trying to make league a better experience for everybody you know i have um so i run a software development team of about 120 developers um of which i have seven people in my team who play league all of different levels and you know i don't play with them it's a bit it's a bit um it's a bit awkward to to have me play with them but um, you know, I think about them sometimes when people are like being so nasty in these games and I'm like, you know, I care for the people in my team and I just think like the- these are just some guys and the more nasty they are, probably the worst experience they're having outside the league. And like, I want to help them. Um, like, I feel like this camaraderie of all of us who are playing this game together and struggling through solo queue. And I just want like, I want to be... I want to be a positive influence and you know that's that's really like you guys have inspired me to do that and i think that that is that is wonderful um and it's even more it's even more um impressive that you guys are able to do that like the only time i have ever said anything negative in the chat and I, and i i promise you this i am extremely positive to everybody i meet i'm always like dude you played a great game um, the only time I've, I I said one negative thing in these last four months, and that was, <clears throat> I mean, I was literally carrying this game and all they had to do was let me carry. Like I was like, you know, it was like 13 and two. It was like one of those games. And this guy's just like flaming me over like, Olaf, where are you? Like, come, I'm losing. You know, just like, not not even like nicely, like like saying really mean, yeah, you know how it gets, um, saying really mean things about me not coming to help his lane. And I was just like, I started out being like, dude, it's okay. Like we have three dragons. We're going to, we're going to win. And he keeps going. And I was just like, dude, shut the fuck up and get carried. And as soon as I said it, I I was just like, Hey man, look, I'm sorry. I just, (laughs) I I got emotional. Like, I'm sorry. Um, and, And it made me realize like the better you are, the easier it is to be negative. And I think one of, one of the guys who wrote you in a recent podcast said the same thing, like, He wasn't negative till he got all this game knowledge, and then he was able to like see people's mistakes and disagree with people when they were, when they were flaming him. So I think it's even more impressive that you guys are like so so positive and such role models because you're so amazing at the game, and it would be so easy to like fall into the trap that all the other—not all the other, but a a vast majority Mm. of the other good people—are of just like being assholes um and that's then the role model that all these young men see and emulate and you you guys are the exception and like my gratitude i i want to i want to thank you for that um and and also just you know keep keep fighting the good fight uh you guys like you guys like analogy so, uh, so i'll get into you with analogy
1: uh, um yeah i mean it's really awesome to hear mm, patrick amazing. um yeah i mean in terms of you know why we do what we do and being right like because I've just seen the negative impact on people that I cared about from, like, League, right? And, like, I know what causes it. And I know we talk about the the bad, the unhealthy relationship with the game, you know, not taking responsibility. Because guess what? It, it, it flows onto other aspects of your life, you know? And it it's so destructive. But it's not just so much for... Um, Lee, it's just like the way the world is, like right now. You know, we're just very, you know. I talk about this obviously in that that it's us episode. Them yeah, it's like us versus them. And you talks about the camaraderie It's like, yes, we're all in. Yeah. We're all in this rank journey together. Like, it's a journey. It's not like you suck, I suck, you suck. We're all gonna suck everyone's shit. Fuck everyone. Mm. Like, how's our productive humans? Mm. Where, where, where? Obviously, there still is. You know, the the team versus team, but it's so destructive in the legends to the point where it's like. Even you're against your own team and the whole carry mindset, like fuck it, it's 1v9. It's not even 5v5, right? Um, and yeah, like I just seen the consequences and and again, league is such a great tool. We don't want to see it ruined and we're we we we're scared that it... I mean, we, we, we do this podcast because we, we've seen so many people, all our clients and stuff come to us. Like, you know, we're trying to fix... I always say like I'm helping one person one at a time. It just takes one person at a time because... At the end of the day, this game could go out to the face of the earth and we don't want it to. And we, we're we here to help people get the best results possible in the best way possible. You know? I don't know if I'm fucking articulating that. Yeah, no. no. Or, so, I definitely
2: see where you're coming from and you're right. I mean, look, it's 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 taken me a while to kind of... Um, I mean, look, Nathan, it, I think we're very fortunate in, in our experiences in Diabolos. Because I think we we kind of saw the mm. toll it could have on people, mm. the game mm. and getting good at the game and and the being at the top, being at the top. I mean, we, we've kind of seen though the people that play a lot of the game. What effect it can it can have mm. on certain players? Mm. Not everyone on certain players, and it's not good. And, and and I think we forget that there's a human on the other side of the computer. sometimes. that's else. what he mentioned
1: there as well. It's talking about his, his you know his teammates and stuff. And now uh, yeah, there is again like. There is like you, guys in gold in NA. You're playing with Patrick, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, look at this you know, How can you How can, how can you, you not, abuse this guy? Can yeah, you not like Patrick? He's trying his best, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's cheesy grin there. <laughs>
2: like, then for me, what what I think really, what really touches me is when I see young kids, and then they have parents, mm. you know. There's people in their life that care about like they have parents. Like it's not like they're just spawned out of the earth. Like <laughs> <laughs> they're just
1: like it's like a bot, an AI. Yeah, bot. Yeah, no, in the this religions. is like
2: a guy yeah. and like or a girl, and mm. this guy has like a mom and a dad. Mm
1: siblings and
2: siblings and like they went to school and like they had teachers they have and like, a job yeah and it's then, like
1: they introduce yourself channel channeling your thing people have like all these that's what someone said about they love about the introduce yourself channel in my discord our, yeah our Discords, it's yeah. like you get to see what people do and stuff it's like holy shit this dude. is like
2: a real person this guy's man. like an engineer this guy's like, this guy's <laughs> like a dentist and shit like <laughs> yeah. some crazy stuff yeah i think it's a really interesting way of putting it it's like there are other people on your it's a team mm. like it is in a weird way. We kind of forget that you're on a team with other people. But I think, yeah, I think you're spot on, man. And I think that um, there, is, this game has so much potential.
1: We view it as our responsibility. So it's not even like let's say we want to do this or not. It's just I just view it as my responsibility.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not fun mm. doing this. I mean, it feels like we where we've got like this tiny little podcast where it's like, why watch us when you could just watch. Tyler one mm. or I will dominate mm. or any of these people doing some hilarious, like really funny clickbait content or entertaining content. Um, wh- why do it? We could easily go down that route. I could just be an idiot on camera with my shirt off. Make and more money, get whatever. the
1: YouTube, ad revenue, just get the clickbait. You could do
2: that. And like sometimes, yeah, not going to lie. It's tough.
1: Mm.
2: Right. But I mean, yeah, again, we just have a responsibility. No one else is doing it. So yeah. at some point someone, has to do it. Mm. Otherwise, this game could easily go the wrong direction. And it is. In many ways, I think it is. Mm. It's sad to see such a a great game potentially just disappear or people quit the game because... There's so much opportunity, so much learning there. So much learning to be had. And especially for the people, like we said, who don't really want to do the more traditional sports or don't want to... they, They genuinely enjoy League of Legends. Why not make it a worthwhile experience? Why not make it the best experience possible? So I really appreciate you, Patrick, for sending this in. First of all, for me, like, I think that's so... First of all, it's brave to, to put your face out there mm. and to, to mm. share this story and put in the effort to articulate and actually reflect in front of us. Essentially, that's what you've done is mm. you've just reflected. And I think that you, this, this process of reflection is something that I cannot emphasize enough. Take a second to do what Patrick has done here, and just kind of take stock of what has happened why, why what am I doing here in and, and this game and just 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 reflect a second take, just take a we remember what we said in the other episode, just just stare at a wall mm. and do nothing. Mm. Just turn off your phone, mm. don't go on youtube just do nothing for a second and see what happens to your mind. you'd be surprised what can come out. And I think Patrick's done an excellent job of re- of reflecting here, and um, yeah, it's just some really powerful stuff. And I really appreciate you sending this in, Patrick. And um, we'll
1: finish off with this yeah. analogy because we do love analogies on the BBC podcast, do. don't we, Curtis? It's my
0: favorite way of teaching um, that represents how I think about your podcast. So you know when you're like. You know when you're like scrambling and you're like fighting over dragons in bottom mid and you're like doing all right you made some mistakes but also you made some great plays and like maybe they're a little ahead like their their adc's kind of fed he's like three and oh but you've gotten like a dragon and second dragon comes up and you're like fighting for it and and you get out smited but you manage to shut down their adc but then you they kill you and you're like oh, all right kind kind of worth it and you're like all right this is a close one and then you look up and your Nasus is five and zero, and he's like solo killed their enemy Pantheon like four times. And he's up like a tower in 60 CS. And you're like, oh, oh okay. So there's no way we lose this game. Like I'm over here scrambling my ass off, like trying to, Nasus is just going to destroy. Like we're, we're fine. We're going to win. There's no, we can't lose. I feel like, I feel like you guys are Nasus. You guys are like the five and O top that like, I'm over here in my solo queue journey in bought and made like scrambling it out doing some stuff well doing some stuff poorly and you guys are just going to carry you guys are carrying my league experience and no matter how good or poorly it goes i know that like from a mindset perspective you guys have got my back and you guys will um you know make it so that even if i'm losing and even if i'm going shitty i will learn from that and and be able to take those um take those learnings into into my day-to-day so i want to thank you for carrying my league experience and thank, thank you for the podcast and um yeah thank you for listening if you've listened for 26 minutes of your of your life i will i will be very impressed but um uh yeah we will talk again when i get platinum cheers guys
1: love it he's still going for platinum there i
0: i i, I can tell he would be a great leader
2: yeah he's very empathetic mm. is it empathic yeah, empathic, yeah very empathic, empathic, and you yeah. can tell he, he's a people person. Mm. And he's very charismatic, mm. and I just want to listen to him talk. You yeah. know? He's a and, and he's an excellent communicator. He is. I'm envious it? of his communication yeah, skills. Yeah, uh, again, you know? uh,
1: again, that's why I said when I first watched this, I I couldn't articulate my rank journey as well as he has. In terms of you know the reflection you just spoke about that he's had, the adversity, the challenges, he's broke down everything the the process. And again uh, uh, that's why I love this example as well from patrick he's he's thirty five years old guys okay and he's uh, very obviously very successful in his career leading a team of one hundred and twenty people and he's still getting these learnings from league okay like this this is this right now emphasizes to me that league is not just a kid's game and I actually think it's not it's actually the opposite of a kid's game I think it's not at all I think that like it's literally like
2: it should be targeted at 430-year-olds and
1: above, honestly, or late 20s. I'll say 21 and above, maybe, or 18 and Dude, above. But,
2: no, but think about, Nathan, okay, yes, in a perfect world. Yeah. What are the chances a 21-year-old is going to be able to get the max value out of the game?
1: Yeah, probably pretty... pretty you know,
2: well, a lot of the time you yeah. need the ability to be able to self-reflect. Mm. I, I didn't what what 21 year old has that?
1: No, they're still trying to find themselves. But yes, uh, sort of
2: like yes, 21 and above. But I'm saying the people that would get the most value
1: got it from the game yeah.
2: wouldn't be into, like someone like, like I said, Patrick. Someone like Patrick. They yeah. actually get a lot of value from the game. Mm. But if someone at 18 or 19 or 20 could have this sort of reflection and experience with the game, holy moly. Mm. What an amazing hobby. Mm. You know? Mm. Imagine if everyone had this. Would everyone be like, oh, you play League? Oh, that's awesome. That's
0: like, cool.
1: No, let's get into the details.
2: Yeah, let's get into the details,
1: man. <laughs> what are you struggling with in your rank journey? Like, what's your champion, marks? You know what I mean? That, how cool would that be? It's that's cool. that's utopia, Curtis, that we just. We to have day.
2: a t shirt. Let's get into the details. Yeah,
1: okay, so People have been asking for it, man.
2: Uh, we're going to rock up on, on an episode one day with that t shirt on. Yeah. Everyone's going to be I want that t shirt. <laughs> Give me your money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's it called? They'll say, uh, here's my money. You know that meme for Futurama? Take the money, oh, yeah, and take
2: my like that. Mind,
1: yeah. yeah. But um, any other any other points? Final
2: thoughts? Um, awesome. no, I think I think everything's, everything's been said, man. Everything's been awesome said. Stuff. All
1: great stuff. We love it. Hopefully, it was hot. We, we're again, we're sharing this. I mean, maybe the end is a little bit looks like a you know rag for is like someone that loves the podcast. But I think um. Yeah, I think this could have been really helpful for the entire league. Oh, man, and we're
2: only episode 50, man. Who knows what... And
1: that's why I thought this was such a good episode to, to have. It's just pure coincidence. I think this is like a, a fate thing, you know? Yeah, It's like, this is just someone who's done everything we've talked about. Here's his results. What is possible? What is possible? And there's no excuse. That was no this excuse. Guy,
2: there's no, if this guy can do it, anyone can do it. Correct.
1: Get to gold for at least. and he's, I mean, I love Patrick's going to platinum now. Yeah. That's the next goal.
2: I've got another story I want to share next week about a 30-year-old. Love it. Who I believe, I think he reached Diamond. Was Diamond or Master was one of them? Like, it was impressive as hell. When he's 30, he'd been stuck at a certain rank for a long period of time. I think it was Master. He's stuck at a long period of time. So I want to share that story next week with you guys.
1: Great. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, we'll see you guys on our next Broken by Concept episode.